0: Perfect. This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine.
0: It's OBA with Arden Moore, this show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces, their perfectly pampered pets, and who's walking who in Renton, Tinseltown.
1: We usually hear that phrase as good old dog. But while our senior felines may not show their age with graying muzzles, they can live many healthy, happy years with your health. Our special guest today is on a mission to add as many birthdays to as many cats on the planet as possible. That's a great mission. I guess that makes her sure the BFF to cool cats. That's best feline friend. You've seen her on The Doctor's. Fox and & Friends, and countless other shows. Welcome and please give plenty of purrs to Dr. Ruth MacPete. I like it. Best known as Dr. Ruth, the pet vet. Hey, welcome to the show, Dr. Ruth. Hi, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be on it. We'll see how you feel at the end of the show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey guys, Dr. Ruth is as comfortable in an, a veterinary exam room as she is in front of television cameras, or behind a radio microphone. She's also the guest veterinarian for OcoCat, and we're going to learn more about this role and how, why, did she do her first rectal exam in veterinary school on a rhino. I'm betting all of you right now are feeling as curious as, let's say, maybe a cat. So let's take a quick commercial break, and so when we come back, we're going to talk more with Dr. Ruth, the pet vet. So you guys know the drill. Sit and purr. We'll be right back.
0: Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually sit and stay. we will be right back.
1: Hey, pet pals. Arden Moore here. Welcome to Fall and Winter. Now, this is a great time to take your dog on a hike in the woods, maybe go on a camping trip or a road trip, but just like us, changes in weather can actually impact the skin and ears of our dogs and cats. So, if you got a pet who's scratching his ears, chewing on his coat, or rolling in mud, help is here. Zymox. For inflamed and itchy paws and coats, you can use the Zymox topical spray. For itchy and irritated ear issues, you can use Zymox enzymatic ear solution. And for baths, you can treat your dog or cat to Zymox shampoo and conditioners. Now, Zymox has been your pet's safe and trusted health ally for 20 plus years. So you can pick up Zymox at your veterinary clinic, most pet specialty stores, and online. To learn more, just visit Zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O. Do it for your pet.
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Obehave is back with more tail wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore.
1: Welcome back to the Obehave show on PetLife Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today grew up with lots of cats and dogs, birds, even a chinchilla. <laughs> she has dedicated her life as one of the country's top veterinarians in bringing out the best in pets. Her formal name is Dr. Ruth MacPete, but I like her nickname, Dr. Ruth, the pet vet. So, welcome Dr. Ruth. I we have a lot of questions. I got to admit when I heard your name, Dr. Ruth, you will surprise people. I know this is radio, When they hear Dr. Ruth, because you don't have a German accent. Do you get a little chiding about the former Dr. Ruth uh, who gained acclaim as the sex doctor back uh, 10, 15, 20 years ago?
2: I do get asked that a lot. And um, usually people stop when they realize that the way that I correct Problems in that, in the bedroom, so to speak, would be neutering and spaying. But that <laughs> oh, that's an end to, um, to those questions. That ends the conversation. I see all, all my guy
1: friends going, backing away slowly. Yes, yes. Backing like away slowly. The male slowly. interviewer, they're usually, ah! <laughs> yeah. Well, like myself, you wear a lot of collars in the pet world. And so for this show, I'd like us to focus on all things feline and your role with Oco Cat, so let's talk about Oco Cat because it's a natural cat litter, and uh, there's a lot of cat litters out there, but this one's kind of friendly to planet Earth, right?
2: Yes, and that's really you know why I love the litter so much. It's my favorite litter because of the fact that it's so planet friendly and eco-friendly. So it's a litter that is made from wood products. So it's recycling, it's dust free. So it's good and healthy for our cat's sensitive GI tracts. It oh, doesn't yeah. have chemicals and perfumes in it that again can bother our cats as well as us. And then again, the dust free aspect is really key.
1: Oh yeah. Cause there's cats that even have asthma. Tell us about yes. that because we have a senior cat here in, the, in our household. He's 15 years old, Mighty Mike. We call him Mr. Mom because he wants to lick every pet's head to groom <laughs> them. But he, he has allergies. So having dust traditional litter would really just make his condition worse, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, when you think about it, a lot of litters will say that they're dust free, but or low dust. But as a pet parent, you know, when you pour a bag of litter and there's a cloud of dust, that that is not dust free. And OcoCat truly is you're not getting this cloud of smoke and that's not good for you or for your pet. Like you said pets with asthma it can really aggravate that and cause them to cough and have um, you know more breathing problems. So that's one thing. And then obviously it's cleaner living. Yeah. And we're all friggin' stuck at home.
1: Yes. And no offense. I'm recording the show from my backyard office. People, my listeners know, Ard's Den. And I swear when the three cats are in here, they time it. And they each take turns making a nice deposit. (laughs) I'm just glad I don't have any dust litter and I have candles.
2: Well, and that's the other thing about Oco Cat is that it actually stops odors. Thank so, you. okay. I hear you. My cats like to use the bathroom as well when everybody's in the room.
1: You want an audience, you want an audience, <laughs> you know?
2: So, so this is great litter because of the fact that it really does work. It traps the odors. It's, you know, clumping. So it works very similar to other litters. It works really well and it lasts a really long time.
1: Which is good for the packet book, right?
2: Yeah. I, like you, have a lot of cats. So it's nice that I don't have to change it so often because of the fact that I can just scoop it and the litter truly lasts.
1: Well, that's good. Now, I'm trying to do my history here. I think it was in the 30s. There was a guy named Ed Lowe, L O W E, who's credited with creating cat litter. I think it was made out of sand or something. We have come a long way, Dr. Ruth, haven't we, when it comes we to have. litter? Because People need to wake up.
2: Yes, we have, we have. And that's again, that's one of the things about using a natural litter like Oco Cat that's eco-friendly, is that the traditional clay litter is harmful for the environment.
1: And don't flush it. Oh no, no.
2: Yes, yeah. And so we're trying to find something that again is good for planet Earth, good for your cat, and good for your family. And that's really again, Oco Cat, and it works really well
1: and the company's name is kind of cool. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Hey, among the many other roles, you've been a shelter vet. What's the status for senior cats right now, given with the pandemic?
2: Well, you know, I think one positive that's come out of this pandemic is that there have been a lot more pet adoptions. Right. So, you know, that's a wonderful thing. And, you know, as someone that has Worked in shelters for years, you know, it warms my heart to see more, you know, more animals adopted, especially seniors, because senior cats are often, and senior dogs are often passed over right. for puppies and young pets. So that's kind of why there's this whole awareness campaign to raise awareness about all the wonderful things that senior dogs and cats bring to pet parents' homes and families. Uh, Because we want to make sure people know that and that they don't overlook these wonderful cats um, when they're looking at adding an animal in their home.
1: Well, let's talk about that because I have in my family, I have two senior pets, two primetime players, and two kids. All right. So I've got all three cycles of life covered. What I like about Mikey and my big black mountain dog Boujo is that predictability, temperament, you know what's going on. Kittens and puppies, the first year's like the wonder year. You wonder where your sanity goes, right? So yeah. tell us let's, let's do a little PR for the old senior good old cat.
2: Well I totally agree with you, Arden. You know, puppies and kittens are into everything and they can <laughs> A lot more work, you know. Like everybody else, I got a new puppy as well during the pandemic, and I was fostering kittens as well for the shelter. And you know, they're just, you know, they're fun, they're (laughs) cute. Don't get me wrong, but they're right. They're cray cray. You can say it. It's cray cray. (laughs) Carrying up all the toilet paper that was already a hot commodity. So. And you know senior cats are just you know they're like you said they're they're already established their personality they're loving they're confident They're not into everything the way a kitten will be. They have the routine down as to when you're supposed to sleep and when you're not. Whereas kittens like to attack you in the middle of the night. Senior cats are happy to sleep. They're happy to take naps with you at any time. And, you know, they're just, you know, like I said, they have so much love to give if people are willing to open their hearts.
1: So let's talk about you bring home a senior cat, which is what over age eight, seven? What what's the baseline? You
2: know, it's generally generally we say about seven years. Okay. So and really just at seven years, what that means is that you know, we're seeing that our cats at seven are what we call a senior and they're older. And so we see more diseases that are associated with older age in those cats or or dogs. And so that's really why we make that delineation and call them seniors is that we want people to be aware that in addition to the you know gray hairs they may see or may not see.
1: Yeah. Kitties are good at it. I want to be a cat. They know how to hide <laughs> their age. Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> That, you know, that we also want to make sure that people know that there's an increase in certain number of diseases that are prevalent in people as well as we age. And we want people to know that so that they are on the lookout for that and they can better provide for those pets.
1: So let's cover a couple, hyperthyroidism and arthritis.
2: Yes. Yeah. So, and then, you know, I don't, I don't know if you want to also talk about, you know, some of the big things that I think about in older cats are chronic renal disease is a big one. Like you mentioned, thyroid disease, cats become hyperthyroid. Diabetes is another really big one that has been increasing in cats as well because of obesity, arthritis, dental disease, liver disease, cancer. All of these different things become more prevalent as our pets age and just like us. And again, the goal really in, you know, the goal is to just help our animals age gracefully and to discover these diseases as they come about early on, because typically it's easier to treat diseases early on and it's usually cheaper as well. So yeah,
1: that's true.
2: Really the goal.
1: Well, we're going to talk more with the good doctor, Dr. Ruth, the pet vet, after we take this commercial break. So everybody just hang on. We'll be right back. And I want to do a special shout out to all my listeners in Barbados because my producer, Mark Winner, said that we're like the number two family podcast on the island of Barbados. Take that, everybody. That's a brag. All right. So sit and purr. We'll be right back.
0: Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash, right after these messages.
1: Hey everybody, Arden Moore here. Now, for generations, you have to agree. James Harriet's memoirs, All Creatures Great and Small, plus his other book, All Things Bright and Beautiful, have enchanted animal lovers like us for many, many years great news nicholas ralph the star of the upcoming pbs masterpiece series is bringing to life the unforgettable world of james harriet and his menagerie of heartwarming funny and tragic animal patients full of charm and wit these brand new audiobooks are the perfect way to delve into the magical stories of the world's most beloved veterinarian the all creatures great and small Plus, the all things bright and beautiful audiobooks are available now wherever audiobooks are sold. Take a listen.
0: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio.
1: Pet Life Radio. 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 PetLifeRadio.com.
0: Hey,
2: everybody, I'm Rachel Ray, and you're listening to O.B. Habe with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio.
0: We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to O Behave. Here's Arden.
1: Welcome back to the O Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We have a great veterinarian in the house. Her name is Dr. Ruth McPeak. After the show, please go to drruthpetvet.com. She's also on social media and uh, she's uh, here telling us a lot of things that we could do for our senior cats. She's here also as a guest veterinarian for Oco Cat, which is a natural type of cat litter. And she's got somebody in her lap right now. That must be the one and only Jet, who's That's not it. a cat, but a dog.
2: He likes to terrorize my cats. Oh, <laughs> all right. the cats is bigger than him. <laughs> so.
1: I've been teasing um, our listeners long enough. Okay. When you were in veterinary school, this is the thing I really want you to cover. 'Cause I think it's hilarious, but I admire your guts. You have, let's see, you have done a rectal exam on a rhino and drawn blood from a crocodile. Yes. That is crazy. <laughs> Are you still in all one piece?
2: Yes, (laughs) Um, definitely funny stories. I, when I was in veterinary school, I was interested in zoo medicine and wildlife medicine. And uh, so I did an internship at the Malacca Zoo and Singapore Zoo.
1: Really? That's pretty um, impressive.
2: As well as the Smithsonian Zoo in Front Royal, Virginia. And when I was in Malacca, I worked with um, the endangered rhinos and I actually, they were doing rectal exams, just like in horses to determine if the rhinos were pregnant. That's actually how we do pregnancy checks in horses and cows. Uh I'm just
1: glad that isn't the case if you're a human.
2: (laughs) Yes, yes. Luckily not. So, um, so yeah, it was actually my first rectal exam prior to even examining a cow or a horse for a pregnancy check. I happened to be in Malaysia and get the rare opportunity to do this on a rhino. And I have to tell you, as crazy as it is, it was very cool. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, I mean, did you sweet
2: talk the rhino?
1: I mean, uh, bring her flowers or whatever, something to... He
2: gave her bananas and lots of treats. And she was content.
1: Well, a little bit more chompy at the bit is the it crocodile is- and you did a blood draw?
2: Yeah. So um, again, when I was in veterinary school, I did a rotation in Florida, a marine mammal rotation where we actually worked with crocodiles and alligators and all different kinds of marine mammals as well. And I had the opportunity to take blood on a crocodile, a number of different crocodiles, which was definitely very cool. And one of the things I like to do when I go to schools, I like, I love to talk to kids about yeah. veterinary medicine. I love to show them pictures because people are always surprised at how we take blood from a crocodile. Or Where
1: do you and how besides praying fiercely? Well,
2: we tape their mouth so they can't bite us.
1: That's smart number one. That's the
2: first thing so that we're safe. And then the second thing is, it's actually interesting. We take blood from a sinus that's at the back of the skull. So it's not at all in a place that people would suspect. And so uh, again, kids are always amazed to see a picture of how we're doing this.
1: Do they have the same type, blood types as we do? I know they're cold mammals, but
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's different than ours, but you know, again, we, we do it similarly. It's just, we're not drawing it from a vein or an artery in their leg or their neck, like we might do in a dog or a cat. We're taking it from the the base of their skull. I'm
1: laughing because uh, my producer, Mark Winter of Pet Life Radio lives in South Florida. So I'm hoping that Mark is taking notes because maybe he'll have a (laughs) side gig as a crocodile blood drawer. Yes. Crocodile wing. (laughs) Hey, um, you talked about something that's also near and dear to my heart. And that's our growing next generation of pet advocates, kids and guys, in addition to being a veterinarian and being on talk shows, she has strong typing fingers. She writes for a lot of publications. And she also has a cool kids book called "Lissette the Vet. You want to tell us about that? Because it could be a good
2: book for parents and grandparents. Thank you. Well, I wrote this book when my own children were very young. I started writing it. And what I found as a parent was that just, there were a lot of books about truck drivers and policemen and construction workers and maybe even one or two about doctors. But there wasn't one about what I consider the best profession in the world, veterinary medicine and veterinarians. So I wanted my daughter, um, who at the time was like two or three, not to, you know, just read books about Barbies or fairies. I wanted her to know what it was like to be a veterinarian and have a character cool. that she- relate to. So I wrote Lizette the vet to inspire the next generation of animal lovers and future veterinarians. And it's about a little girl who loves all animals of all kinds, and who wants to be a vet when she grows up. And one of the things I love more than anything in the world is going into schools and reading my book and meeting kids and I bring animals with me and, and I just absolutely, I mean, I love kids and animals and combining the two and teaching kids how to respect and love all kinds of creatures is just my passion. And, um, you know, that, that the book really did that for me. And, um, my kids were older, getting older by the time I finally finished it. So how
1: old are your kids now?
2: Um, my daughter who I started writing it for is 13 right now. And my son's okay. 11. All right.
1: All so, right. That's um, cool. I was, I was going to say, if you were the Dr. Ruth that we thought you would be, oh, my children, they're like 53 <laughs> and 54. Yeah. You don't look it. And you handle that pretty well. I like how you handle that. But your, your moniker, Dr. Ruth, the pet vet, tell us. I like that. But I like your last name too. Mac Pete. You yeah. take that E off and you're a Mac pet.
2: Jack pet. Yeah, (laughs) I get that too. Uh Um, Yeah, people just started calling me that on, you know, when I started doing TV, I think it was just catchy, and it just kind of stuck. But yeah, but I definitely get a lot of comments, usually from males about (laughs) the other Dr. Ruth. Um, And you do uh, a
1: Dr. Ruth impression? This is radio.
2: I don't, but I would love to meet her. (laughs) Yeah,
1: well, maybe we can make that happen. You know, we've had Betty White on this show. So Um,
2: Know, I love her. I think she's an amazing pioneer and um, just an amazing person, and you know, has done a lot for women and um, you know, uh, for couples. Yeah, now you are in the
1: San Diego area, correct? Yes, I'm insanely jealous. Um, I, as you know, I, I lived there for most of my adult life, I miss it. But uh, say hi to everybody there for me. So tell us about what's 2021 going to look for you as far as some things you want to tackle as a veterinarian?
2: Uh, You know, um, kind of the same. I mean, I, you know, hopefully when we're out of this pandemic, I'll go back and do more school um, visits because, like I said, I just I love that. Yeah, I do Uh, too. And, you know, I'd love, I know you're an author, so you've done the same. It's just fun to talk to kids and share what I know. I've been doing a lot of TV virtually, so it'll be, um, oh, I see your book. It'll be nice to, you know, go back to traveling again. I'm looking forward to that like everybody else. And you know what I miss?
1: Now, personally, what do you miss that you can't do safely uh, because of this pandemic? What is it? hugs. Yeah, definitely hugs. I I don't want to do elbow bumps. I don't want to trip over somebody's feet, trying to touch toes, a hug. Yeah. And that's releasing that oxytocin, the cuddle chemical, right?
2: Yeah. And I mean, thank goodness for animals and I think, you know, they've been the saving grace, the fact that people have animals and more people that never had animals have gotten animals because of the pandemic. And, you know, they have allowed us to still have that touch and that relationship with others and kisses and all the things that we have so desperately needed this year, our animals have been able to give us.
1: Well, I love it. Hey, everybody, we're speaking with Dr. Ruth MacPete. She's here championing the cause of senior cats. Please, please give them a shot if you're looking to adopt a cat. They live like Methuselahs. They live a long time if they're given proper care and proper love. And uh, I want you also to check out her website, drruthpetvet.com, after the show. Is there any uh, parting comment you want to make on behalf of uh, good old cats?
2: Well, I just want to make sure that people know, um, not just for people that are adopting senior cats, but people that have senior cats, Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that they know there are things they can do to help their cats live longer. And, you know, there's a couple different things. The first being that people need to know that they should have their cats seen by their veterinarian twice a year if their cat is over seven. That's really important because- and bring as-
1: in those little nuggets.
2: Yeah. Most people know that cats are masters at hiding illness. And so it enables your veterinarian to examine your pet, do screening blood work and urine tests, To look for diseases like diabetes, kidney disease, again, the goal being to detect those diseases early when more can typically be done so that we can make these guys live as long as possible. The second thing that I recommend people do is really make sure that they are familiar with the common signs and symptoms of illness in cats. And those typically are cats will have a change in water consumption. So they're drinking more water. You're having to fill the bowl more. They're urinating more. You're seeing more clumps in the litter box. If they're having accidents if people notice change in their in their pet's appetite, they're not eating as much or they're eating too much with a cat that's hyperthyroid, if they see changes in their pet's weight or their behavior, if their pet's drooling or has a nasty odor to their breath, or they notice a lump or a bump, it's really imperative that people realize that they should call their veterinarian right away. Don't wait for those appointments. Uh, We're here to help you and your pet live their best and their longest life. So get in touch with your veterinarian. They're open during COVID and see them so that your veterinarian can figure out what's going on and treat your pet Quickly, And really the third thing is the screening tests. Again, you know, blood work and urine helps detect things early. And lastly, there are things that you can just do as a pet parent to make your pet's life more comfortable as they age. I'm a big fan of products like ramps and I see stuff in your office, but things to make it easier for your older cat that may have arthritis.
1: That's Mikey in the background over my shoulder, the black cat. He's on a cushion on the table.
2: Yeah. So cushions and beds, heated beds, orthopedic beds, ramps to get in and out of the litter box or onto a bed. Uh, Because again, it can be harder as pets age talk to your veterinarian about supplements that may help your pets or about diet changes, whether these would be beneficial. Litter is another thing. We mentioned OcoCat. Right. For the arthritic, arthritic cats, consider switching to something like OcoCat's featherweight or super soft litter that's soft for their feet and their joints and good for their respiratory tract.
1: Yeah. And if folks go to O-K-O-C-A-T, Their website, there's even a little spot called Coupons. Everybody loves a bargain.
2: (laughs) So, but there's things that people can do. And, you know, the goal again is to help cats age gracefully and to help them live a long, healthy, happy life as long as possible. And the best way to do that is going to be working with your veterinarian to ensure that your pet is healthy.
1: Well, my veterinarian is on speed dial. No, I love Dr. Deborah Charles. She's my best. Shout out to you, Dr. Deb, but shout out to you, Dr. Ruth. I love these first names. Hey, everybody. We've been uh, having a good time speaking with Dr. Ruth McPeak. She is Dr. Ruth, the pet vet. Check her out and I am hoping you take home some of the great tips she's given us to extend the quality of life for our good old cats, the seniors, uh, but she helps cats, dogs, and I bet, you know, there's probably a, a fan club among some crocodiles and rhinoceroses <laughs> because of you, and I also at this time want to thank my producer, Dr. Dr. Hey, I just made you a doctor, Mark Winter. He is he likes that He's like I'm a doctor now? Okay No uh, But he is a cool guy He is the wizard of paws He created Pet Life Radio Guys That's a big deal We are now the number one Pet radio network on the planet And our show Obehave Has been on the air The longest continuous 13 years awesome Woo-hoo! Party on, party on. please go to my new updated website ardenmore.com. yes that was my born given name named after my sister's babysitter thank you and a pet first aid for you because i'm very passionate about teaching hands-on veterinary approved first aid with my cat casey and my dog kona so people were using zoom now i missed the in-person But if I'm in San Diego, I hope to uh, take you out for a dog walk, uh, a good tea. I don't know if you drink. I'm a licensed bartender, so we would do some. I'd say hi to your kids. But I really do appreciate that you've been on the show, Ruth. Oh, sorry, Dr. Ruth. Yeah, no, no, no. Thank you so
2: much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. I appreciate it. I hope we can do it again sometime.
1: Hey, everybody. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two-